Hey there, you winners. You are listening to the Live to Win podcast. I am your host, Chris Lawler. It is my pleasure to be with you tonight. We're going to continue talking about the steps that I have used to quit my job, work less hours, and make more money. Tonight, just like last night, I want to begin with two quotes. The first one is, the things you own end up owning you. The things you own end up owning you. What movie is that from? How about this quote? You are not your khakis. Or, to put it like it is in the movie, you are not your fucking khakis. Now, anyone who knows me knows I don't swear very often, at least not out loud. So, if I'm going to do it, it must be because I believe strongly in something that I'm saying. Tonight's topic is exactly one of those things that I'm talking about. It's the need to simplify your life. Those two quotes are from the movie Fight Club. And that movie is filled with things I wouldn't necessarily recommend. But I do love some basics of the ideology behind the movie. Let's get one thing straight. I am a capitalist. I believe in free trade and free market. I believe that money is not evil. But I also believe that the love of money is. There is an incorrect idea that capitalism is bad, however, that money is evil, and that it all inevitably leads to the Gordon Gecko mantra of greed is good. I deny this. I think we should be able to build businesses to whatever level we can, to make however much money we can, to live our lives in any way we please as long as we don't impose upon the liberty of others and we do not hurt others, whether spiritually, emotionally, mentally, or physically in the process. However, I do not think that our goal in life should be the accumulation of money or property. It seems that in this country we have two extremes. We have people who think that we should all live in grass huts and have nothing but the clothes on our backs, or we have people who think that life is about working more hours in order to buy things we don't need so that we can impress people we don't like. As I've said previously, my family and I traveled to Cambodia in 2006. After that trip, we were going to sell everything and move to Cambodia to be missionaries. That never materialized despite our best efforts, but we've since gone back. My wife and I have served on the board of, of, a, of a ministry to Cambodia. When I travel to Cambodia, is it hard to leave my friends there because I know that I'm leaving them in a third world country with relatively little in the way of money or possessions while I go home to my nice, comfortable house? life in the U.S. I know many of them would love to be going home with me, to have a chance at making more of their lives in the wealthiest, most powerful, and most free country in the world. So yes, it can be hard when I think about it in just those terms. But that's the key. They can't go home with me. Visas to visit the U.S. are extraordinarily hard to gain. But I can go home, and I can resolve to use the gifts that I have been given, liberty, money, relationships, etc., to help affect their lives for the better. I can do this through starting businesses, through earning money, making networks, gaining knowledge, 
and then sharing it all with them and teaching them how to do it in their own lives. <coughs> Excuse me. Some call it compassionate capitalism. I call it true capitalism. We have been given the things we have, whether tangible or intangible, not simply to benefit ourselves, but to benefit others physically, spiritually, emotionally, and even financially. So my experience with my friends in Cambodia doesn't make me want to give up and become poor like them, but to actually work harder to earn more to help them. They don't want my handouts. They want my help and support to show them how to better their lives as well. They want the same thing we all want, a meaningful existence. And it's hard to have a meaningful existence when you're trying to scrape together your next meal. Instead of despising what I have, I have learned to appreciate it and to be thankful for it. So what does any of this have to do with our topic tonight, simplifying your life? Think about it this way. What do the people in a third world country have in common with the people in the richest country? Well, if we're always living in pursuit of the accumulation of things, whether it's our next meal or that new iPhone, we're never going to be truly happy. It's not things that make us ultimately happy, but people in life and love. I find it easy to be passionate about helping someone whose child was just diagnosed with cancer. I can't really get passionate about getting the latest tech gadget that will be obsolete in two years. The things you own end up owning you. There's a lot of truth to that statement. Think about it. The more things you want to have, the more money you have to spend. The more money you have to spend, the more hours you have to work. The more hours you have to work, the less time you have for the things that you love. The less time you have for the things you love, the less happy you are. It's simple, really. I found that the more that I own, the less happy I seem to be. I wanted nice cars, so I bought them. Then I resented them because of the nice new car payment I couldn't afford and the fact that they cost a lot to fix when they broke down. I wanted a house, so I bought one. Then I found that there's always something to fix, a lawn to mow, equipment to maintain. It never ends. I spend more time working to maintain these things than I do enjoying them. I think this is why so many people begin life with such high expectations, but then become frustrated and unhappy with the way their lives have turned out. They graduate high school. Then they immediately enter the job market or, en or en enrolled in college to learn a career that they may or may not be passionate about. Then they graduate college and get a job for a modest salary. They get married, they buy two new cars and a new house. All on credit, of course. A couple years later, they begin having children. Ten years later, they're tired and burned out. They're buried under school debt, car debt, house debt, credit card debt. And they've learned to hate their jobs because they work long hours and still can barely pay the bills. They max out their cards to buy things for the kids because they don't want them to miss out like they did when they were kids. Or they feel guilty that they work so many hours and never spend so much time together. Despite the sacrifices they make for their kids, the kids don't appreciate them or outright resent them because they always put work first. 
They resent the house, the cars, and everything else they own because they have to work so hard to maintain them and they never deliver the satisfaction that they promise. Finally, unable to blame their parents anymore because they're now the adults. Unwilling to blame the kids because it's not their fault. Unable to blame the inanimate objects that fill their home, their garage, their sheds. They have nothing to blame anymore but each other. And so they get divorced, further adding to the wreckage of the family union in modern society. I hope I'm wrong. But this is a sound like you or like your parents, your friends. I think this scenario is all too common in our society and I'm willing to bet that it's the norm. Generally speaking, why is a person in Cambodia happier than a person in the richest nation in the world? I think it's because they spend more time on what matters most, people. They put their relationships first before things and they value friendship and family above all else. As Cambodia's economy has quickly grown, I pray that that's always going to be the case. There's another important lesson from these examples that we can discern. It's summed up in another quote from Fight Club. It's only when you've lost everything that you are free to do anything. It is only when you have lost everything that you are free to do anything. You see, when we quickly move from adolescence into adulthood and begin filling our hearts, minds, lives, houses with useless garbage and assigning them real value that exceeds the value we put on relationships, we become trapped. We become trapped in jobs we don't like, associating with people we don't respect, and chasing things that never truly satisfy. In Cambodia, most people don't have much junk to fill their lives, so they're free to focus on what matters most and what makes them happier in the long run. The things you own end up owning you. It's only when you've lost everything that you are free to do anything. There's some sage advice there. What are you, what are you to make of all this that I'm saying? So here's your exercise for today. Look around your house, in your garage, in your closets, everywhere. How much do you see that you don't need? Okay, okay, I, I know you need a car, but do you need a brand new car or two? Wouldn't an older used car get you the same place? Don't worry, I'm not gonna tell you to get rid of your new cars yet. Instead, look for things that you don't use enough to justify their existence in your life. What clothes do you have filling your closets that you could give to someone who needs them more? What video games do you have that you never play? Forget the fact that you probably spend too much time playing video games in the first place when you could be using that time to figure out how to get out of your unsatisfying job. Look around. What do you have that you don't need, that you don't use, that don't make you happy? Get rid of them. Give them away if they can benefit someone else. Throw them away if they can't. Sell them if they have enough value to make it worthwhile. Then invest that money. I'm not asking you to become a martyr to... Uh, 
you know, to become a monk and sell everything you have and go live in a grass hut somewhere. You don't have to do all of that unless you really want to. Is it extreme? By this world standards, yes. Is it vital? I believe it is, absolutely. You see, I've done this in my life. My wife and I have done this a few times in our life and it always ends up freeing us. When we're not wasting our money on garbage, we have more money to invest in ourselves or in experiences with our children. When we're not wasting our time taking care of things, we have more time to invest into businesses, into each other, into building relationships. All of these things that are ultimately going to get you closer and closer to success. Because success isn't just tied up in the money that you have in the bank or in the car that you have in your driveway. Success is so much more. And the quicker you can learn that, the quicker you can get to success. There's nothing wrong with having those things. Just don't make them the ultimate goal. Those are nice toys to have along your way. But they ultimately will not keep you happy. You will thank me for the freedom you will feel without less stuff to worry about, less things to move from one place to another, and less items to clean and maintain. Oh, the beauty of a clean slate and a clean house. Your mind will be so much freer. Your anxiety about all of this crap will be gone. And you can focus on the things that truly matter. And if they're costing you money in the form of loans, you're a fool. You've bought the lie that this world has told you to go max out loans to make yourself happy. And then you get trapped. And then you wonder how you've gotten into this mess in the first place. That's all I have for you tonight. Plenty for you to think of. I'll see you tomorrow.